Hey guys, welcome back to OTC. You are now rocking with the infamous. Uh, this is the opinionated here. And this is the talkative. And today, the Mr. Cool, he's absent. So we have a special guest here today. Hey, my name is Stefan. Stefan. And on this episode, we're going to discuss veganism. Is that even a term? Vegan? Yeah, no, okay, it that's is. a term. Okay. <laughs> so today we're going to discuss veganism, and we have someone that's been a vegan for some time now, so he can give us some insight to people that want to transition and thinking about it or just need more insight on being a vegan from a personal standpoint. So, Stefan, um, what made you become a vegan? Uh, well, my reason for becoming a vegan uh, primarily starts, I guess, from childhood. I, was, I grew up... Um, actually within the, the Seventh-day Adventist community. Okay. And um, still practicing Seventh-day Adventist now, and, you know, we believe heavily in using a plant-based diet. Okay. Um, and not to get too heavily, like, you know, spiritual and everything, but um, scripturally, there's a verse that says that from the beginning that plant, like, everything that God made in terms of plants was to be for our, um, you know, for our food. And I see that being very, not, not just biblical, but I see it being very scientific. Like there's a lot of like research out there saying why plant-based diet, why a vegan diet is primarily better for like optimal health. Mm. Um, and even just before I came into some reading, realizing that what I thought a plant-based diet was, was it's not just, like there's a very clear line between a plant-based diet and a vegan diet, which is it's very interesting to find that out. Other diets like Mediterranean or lacto-ovo like, fall under that um, plant-based diet, not necessarily just vegan. Okay. Cool. How long have you been a vegan? So right now it's been uh, 10 years now. Yeah, 10 years. Yeah. 10 years. It's a very long time. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, all right, so I had a question for you as well. What was your um, habits what was your eating habits like before you became a vegan? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> so let, let's go back a little bit. So 2002, I became vegetarian. Right. Right. So I was still eating eggs. Interestingly enough, I was still eating eggs, but I still had, had cut up fish, mm. which is really weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my mom had reintroduced me to fish maybe like two years later, so I started eating you know, eggs and fish. But um, So being vegetarian for five years up until 2007... Um, you know, I was eating like way too many times in the day. Mm. Um, and if I didn't eat between meals, I was drinking some sugary drink between meals. So I was going around walking and saying I was vegetarian, but you know, these processed foods, sugary drinks, and I was overweight. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Overweight as a vegetarian. I was just like, this is not making any sense to me. Mm -hmm. You know, going to school in the Caribbean at the time. Um, if you, I'm pretty sure you guys know. From a Caribbean background, uh, older folks, they're very big on, on your weight. For sure. Like, uh-huh. like, what's going on? You're putting on weight. Like, yeah, for sure. And like, mm-hmm. how are you vegetarian? Yeah. He, you know, you're like, like sizably overweight. Right. Um, so, yeah, my, my practices and my habits were like really, um, they were not on point. And I just felt like just walking around with the label of vegetarian, I was okay. Not realizing my practices were pretty much just like the average person who doesn't really care that much about mm. diet and exercise. I think that's the misconception, too. A lot of people think when you become vegan, you're automatically healthy. Right. 
but there's a lot of processed things that's still vegan. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of sugary things that's still vegan. Mm-hmm. So you can be an overweight vegan. Like people right. think automatically, oh, you're vegan, you're healthy, you're vegetarian, you're healthy. But right. when you look at a lot of the frozen things in the vegan department, I guess it's like a quick fix for a weak meal, yeah. but it's still unhealthy. Yeah, because the thing about processed vegetarian foods or vegan foods is that it's like the bridge between for people who are not vegetarian mm-hmm. to, uh, who, who want to transition. So you still give them those foods that taste like what you had, like the meat. Right. And so when they finally do make that transition, it's hard for them to give them that processed foods, like to, to eat a lot cleaner, make sure that the foods are like, you know, really sourced directly from the plant. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's one major misconception of both vegetarians and vegans. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's one thing that like, before you get into it, like really do your research. Um, That's I think, the thing. I think people just think that making a dietary change is just that. Like, it's a lifestyle change. Right. So if you're changing over your diet, you should also change your habits when it comes to research or how you approach information that you hear, you know, whatever comes in media, like question it, research it. You know, so it's very important to, um, to really do your research before making any transitions. And that's the funny thing, because I was just explaining to him, I read every label now. Before I even buy anything, I'm reading everything. I didn't even know in certain sources, mm-hmm. it had meat products in certain sources. Right. I was making Thai food yesterday, and I was going to buy um, a peanut sauce. It had fish in it. And I'm like, if I didn't, wasn't conscious now, since I'm a vegan, to read the labels, I would have just bought that just yeah. off the course, like, yeah. just because, you know? Yeah, and a lot of people think that... Um when you become vegan and vegetarian, that you're automatically healthy as well. Correct. And um, I think that is another misconception where it's unfortunate. That's not the truth. Because I feel like you're probably most healthy when you are like raw vegan. You're raw vegan, right? Um, I'm, I'm, I would consider myself vegan, trying to make that transition to raw vegan. Okay. Um, the thing about raw vegan is that um, if you think you really need to do your research to become a vegan, you really need to do becoming raw vegan. Because What's the so, difference? Um, so one, for raw vegans, um, they can't eat anything that is uh, cooked beyond 118 degrees. Oh. Right? Okay. So like everything is low cooked or sometimes you just eat it like straight up raw. Um, mm. And it's just knowing how to make that food uh, really savory and, you know, still delicious. Um, so... Yeah, raw vegan is... Oh, that's a shrine. Like, yeah, it's like the literal sense of the word raw, raw. vegan. Yeah. Okay. No, like, I'm not too sure if I can make that. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, it's still obviously more beneficial for you. But for sure. The nutrients are still there. Like, if you're cooking, especially at high temperatures, you're, like, really evaporating the, the nutrients in the food. Mm. Um, so it's, it's definitely the best way to go. It's extremely difficult. Um, because when I was on my journey to losing weight, actually I didn't even do it to lose weight initially. Uh, the winter of 2010, I was already vegan for three years and I was just like, you know what, I'm just going to do like a raw food cleanse. And I started going on a cleanse. I was just starting to lose weight like really quickly. Wow. And between December of 2010 and I think maybe June of 2011, I had lost like maybe 60 to 70 pounds. Whoa. Right. Um, and that was just me, like, dibbling dabbling between raw vegan and vegan. So there'd be, like, two weeks I'll go raw, then some weeks going back to vegan and then raw. You know, so that's juicing and 
just like and I was doing raw in like real sense of raw. Like, mm-hmm. like what I was doing. I did I didn't cook anything, like everything was like purely raw. So it was like basically salads and salads. Um like in the morning I would take steel cut oats mm. and soak those overnight. In the morning I would just like mix it um with some pumpkin seeds or sunflower seeds or whatever and like Sometimes I would use like agave or whatever to sweeten it. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. right, yeah, because so, yeah. yeah, that's a little strict. I'm not even too sure about that for real. <laughs> and with that one, you literally have to plan out your meals yeah, because yeah. you can't slip up. Yeah, you have to like stay on top of it, continue reading. Um, I knew a couple people down in Miami who've been raw vegan for a while. So I was talking to them, like trying to find out like, what, what are you doing for like, breakfast and lunch. That's um, insane. And at that point, I, my practice was to eat twice a day. Um, on raw, um, I was starting to feel it. So sometimes probably increasing how much I ate in terms of the like, amount of times I would eat per day, I had to increase. Um, mm. But I was still having the same result in terms of losing weight. Like, I was losing it quickly. Like, it was an average of maybe 12 to 15 pounds a month. I was just, like, dropping Damn. Was it just off your diet or were you working out as well? I was working out, but the thing about what I learned, and I learned this on my own, was that um, a major part of weight loss is actually eating foods that help you lose weight. Mm. Right? Because the thing about greens, um, the way that greens operate, that they, they really work to clean the body, clean the blood. And that was one thing that I had also learned, you know, especially growing up in the Christian faith, was that the life was in the blood. Mm-hmm. And if you're not feeding your body or your blood the right foods to keep the blood, the blood uh, pure and clean, uh, you're not experiencing optimal health in terms of, you know, physiologically. So, so do you also believe that it could, because I hear a lot of people say, like, being a vegan can cure, like, diabetes, it can prevent you from catching certain cancers. Do you believe in that? I think if people are following veganism the way that they should, I think it definitely and obviously I'm not making any claims, but I, I have seen people who have switched over their diets to vegan and followed it the way that, that it should be. And they've been cured of things from diabetes to, you know, losing weight to cancer. I've seen mm-hmm. people who've been at stage three, stage four, fully recovered. Mm-hmm. Changing their diet. That's a huge thing. I believe thing. in that. But it's, a, it's like, but it's you going strictly plant-based. Yeah. So is plant-based the same as raw vegan as well? Uh, so as I said before, I came here to do a little reading. I realized that plant-based could actually cover certain diets, like a Mediterranean diet or a lacto-over-vegetarian. Like they'll still include very little meat, but not that often. Oh, okay, so, okay. So vegan is classified as a plant-based because everything is plant-based. For sure. Um, and I think sometimes when it comes to vegetarian labels, um, I think there's a little bit too much flexibility. Yeah. As a vegetarian, I yeah. feel so too. As a ve- as a vegetarian, right? Yeah, I yeah, feel like you I, have, I agree. You, it's like you're not really getting the full benefits of the vegetables if you still dip and dab in and eggs things and things that can cause you. Yeah, and eggs and milk and things like that. Yeah, for right. sure. I agree. Right. Okay, got another question? Um, what advice would you give someone wanting to transition into being a vegan? Because a lot of people, they think it's expensive. A lot of people feel like... Um, you don't have any options, like it's basically just eating salad. That's what the misconceptions that a lot of people tell me, like, oh, what you just eating, salad or grass or, you know, how expensive is the diet? But I feel like, personally myself, that I'm spending less money right. because I'm not buying meat, which is like $8 a pack. When right. I could just buy vegetables, I could get a bunch of something for $5, you yeah. know? Yeah. So um, what, would you, what advice would you give someone transitioning? Uh, like, again, like, you know, really do that research. Um, sometimes, like I remember I had a friend in, high, uh, in college, 
uh, she had Crohn's disease and, mm. um, and it's an autoimmune disease and she wanted to transition to being vegan but she's one from an Italian background and she didn't have a family that was like really supportive or really helping her and you know in college I hear that you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not making money um, so for her to have someone to be like helping her buy vegan foods you know they're telling her well, this is too expensive and you grew up Italian like how you become a vegan right um, so even having if you can have a, a good support system around of people who probably tried it or are practicing vegetarians or vegans just get advice like really do your research um, look around the community around you um, you know I live in a community where you have you know these corner stores with a lot of projects like mm-hmm. looking to see what what meals savory healthy meals I can make from the produce stuff in the store right like there like there's research showing that vegan meals are actually cost effective yeah right? so, that's a fact yeah so to, to say well oh, it's too expensive being vegan it's too expensive if you're buying processed foods yeah right? 100% companies like this is not to come <laughs> after any companies out there but you have Boca and Morningstar and you know you name any other vegan company you put a name on it like they can put a heavy price a heavy price tag on some of these products for sure and so when you're buying this all the time, of course, if you buy a processed food with very little stuff, that's five or six dollars a packet, and you have to buy multiple to supply it for a month. Mm-hmm. Like you're easily going to spend maybe eighty to hundred dollars on just that. Right. Um, so you have to see like, if I'm doing vegan, like doing it plant based, like make sure that the majority of what I'm eating is really plant based and not processed. So, right. So do that research. Really look around, ask for help, and. Like we have so many amazing resources. Like you have YouTube now. There are people who are not concerned. <laughs> yeah. That's my main source. That's her main source <laughs> for sure. There are people who are not like concerned with selling their secrets anymore. Mm-hmm. Like you know what, this is good for the people. Let, let me just put this out, write in a book or whatever. Like just, just really, you you know, use the resources at hand. For sure. So. I believe that too. I believe that because a, a lot of the things that I learned, like recipes and. Um, when I just want to hear people like experiences being vegan, mm-hmm. I'll go to YouTube. Right. But I, I saw one girl, she used to be a YouTube, um, a vegan, and her new video was why I'm not a vegan anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was curious. I tapped it like, why? She goes, because people told her that humans are made to eat meat. Is that Kalel? I, I don't even know her name. Okay. And it's so funny because I'm like, so you listen, instead of going off of your experience, your personal experience of being mm-hmm. a vegan or the health benefits you had during being a vegan, you're going off of what people are telling you. Right. Yeah. And then I saw another guy, his video was named the same thing, like why you shouldn't become vegan. But it was basically clickbait because he was explaining you shouldn't become a vegan if your mindset is not. You don't want to do it to say it's a diet. You don't right. want to do it because your friend is doing it. You want to do it because it's something that you want to physically change for yourself. Mm-hmm. You're spiritually ready. You're mentally ready. So his was more like clickbait, but I'm listening to her and I'm like, her whole thing is going off of other people's opinions. Like, yeah. what are you, what was your experience being a vegan and Oh, but her main thing was because humans are made to eat meat. Like, who told you that? Right. Yeah, and there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of science out there, especially, and I'm not taking a knock at a scientist. Like, there's a lot of great science out there. Um, but evolutionary science, scientists are telling us that, you know, we were designed to eat meat. And, um, you know, definitely, like, we definitely need to look at the research out there that, there's a lot of peer-reviewed articles showing why a plant-based or vegan diet is significantly better for health. Mm-hmm. Um, so many studies out there about people living 
for at least plus ten years than their other peers. You know? Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, uh, I've seen like a, you know a lot of rosters mm-hmm. of ve- vegans or vegetarians, and you can see like their attitudes are totally different from someone that's just eating meat, eating pork, or something mm-hmm. like that. You know. Um, like you talk to a roster man, and he just he just has like the brightest type of like uh, his approach to life is exactly exactly the approach to life is different. It's just a different um, like aurora or whatever. Um, yeah, I get you. You know what I'm aura, saying? Yeah. Aura and that, the whole yeah. vibe, like the it whole. is a different. It's like a live easy type vibe. Like people make jokes like be easy, but that's exactly how they are. And I yeah. feel like it is what you put in your body that make you feel different because. Mm-hmm. Me being a vegan for this time that I've been a vegan, my energy is different. Right. I'm not as tired. I'm not like real like feeling heavy after I'm eating a meal. And honestly, um, I just feel better. Actually, my skin is getting better. I actually feel better. Like, what's your experience like without eating meat? I mean, um, I've been feeling very good, um, honestly. And I don't want to like tell people that um, I've been feeling good if I haven't. Right. Um, but I've I've really been feeling like really light, mm-hmm. um, and I used to run track, so like I used to I used to have like this certain stamina, mm-hmm. and I used to do this exercise. But then I know I would get tired because I could only do the hundred right. because I would get tired. I didn't have like long distance. Um, but it's funny that I went to a school right with um, a vegan. He was on the track team, but he did the cross country. So now it all kind of makes sense because I felt like he had like a lot more stamina right. because of his plant based diet. Mm-hmm. So over time, I hope to like get to that type of like level where I'm like really comfortable. I could I go switch over to like raw vegan anytime. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just want to get to that type of level where um, stamina and I just feel like a whole like a whole different being because I do feel great right now and I. Um, I felt better. It's like a, it's like a more of an evolution to, in um, in my eyes. Instead of just, instead of it just being like, well, I'm just, I'm just being more healthy. Right. You know, um, I've lost like a little bit of weight. Mm-hmm. That's um, I'm not trying to lose weight though. <laughs> uh, so I got to work out a little bit more. But um, but I've lost weight because of this um, plant based diet. You know, and then. Groceries are a lot, a lot more cheaper mm-hmm. because you spend like a hundred and twenty dollars to buy two weeks worth of food if you buy meat. Right. But then it cuts down because I be now you spend like seventy dollars for two weeks worth. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. and, and you're getting more for your buck. Exactly, and you see, I'm seeing it like a constant flow. You know, like it's always like it's like seventy dollars, sixty dollars. Instead of just being a hundred or hundred and twenty, like that's usually how it is. You, you, you know. Oh, I, I was gonna say, I even noticed I don't eat a lot in the day now mm-hmm. that I became a vegan. Right. Like I don't feel that hunger, mm-hmm. but I have to remind myself, like, oh, it's this time, let me eat something now. And I usually just eat something for sure, good, you know, that's more healthy and beneficial for me. But I noticed, like, from me eating the way I used to eat. I used to always be hungry, like, ooh, I'm, I'm hungry. You hungry? But now yeah. I got to say, like, did I eat yet? Like, yeah. let me eat something. Like, it's crazy because my whole appetite changed. Yeah, you kind of say, the, like, as you guys are discussing, the interconnectedness of life. Mm-hmm. When you transition because, um, again, you're spending less. Um, your outlook on life starts to change. And I think we really, like, don't see the connection between eating meat and like the overall psychological effects mm-hmm. um, like 
I, have, I don't have any research or science to back this up, but I have seen like primarily with children who grew up on a, like a heavy based meat diet, um, their behavior is drastically a little bit different. Hundred mm-hmm. percent to children who who do eat plant based. Mm-hmm. Um, so to think that there is no like physiological or psychological effects coming from eating meat or eating uh, vegan, like I I think like just from inference or observation you see certain things being played out. I, I, I take in consideration that too. Like when I look at things now, it's like honestly after being vegan, my whole perspective on life is different. Because, like, from eating healthier, now I want to live more positive. Like, I'm trying to push out negative thoughts and live more be easy type feeling. And I'm, I'm enjoying it, actually. That's great. I'm enjoying that. For sure. Um, like, even when you go to a vegan restaurant, you look around and you see, like, a different vibe. view of, of, like, it's a different vibe of people. You feel me? So, um, instead of, like, everybody, you go to another restaurant, everybody's mood is all yeah. crappy. And I don't want to just say, like... Like we basing it all on food, but but like let's be honest. I think most of our, especially in the black communities, Mm -hmm. most of our diseases come from foods that we eat. Um, If you start drinking more water, start taking care better, um, start reading labels, Mm -hmm. and start um, holding these uh, companies that we do buy food from accountable, Mm -hmm. then everything should be everything should be like different. Um, Should the whole world go vegan (laughs) over time? I mean, it, it, it would be amazing. The thing about it is, is that, again, looking at resources, the way that the world is um, unfairly skewed towards, you know, one particular race or, um, you know, you look at it, there, there, there's a way that resources are not put out to everybody. So, like, we have the privilege of actually transitioning to being vegan. Um, and maybe it may be cheaper for folks in other countries that are developing to go vegan, but still, it's still difficult for them if you're making very little every day. Mm-hmm. You know, for some people, 10 cents a day. Right. So right. just taking that into consideration where how those people are treated. So it would be amazing for the whole world to do that. But now it's just also looking at like their basic needs, like what they need. You know? Or, and, okay. Oh, my fault. But like, let me just make this point. And I didn't even think about this until the other day when I've seen it. Like, we're also protecting animals. Right. So, like, animals are beings. Right. Um, and it's just never registered, you know? Like, when you just, like, when you're eating, like, back when um, when I used to eat meat, like, it just never registers, registered, like, this is a chicken. Yeah. Like, this is a life. This is a life I'm eating, yeah. you know? It's not like, it's, it just never, like, yo, because you, you, you grow up to think it's the norm. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. eats meat, like, chicken, beef, whatever. And you, and then you start to look at vegans or vegetarians as like, yo, you're weird. Like yeah. you just eat plants. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once once you do the research and then understand that you're protecting animals, yeah. and then and the animals are life. Like, what if I ate your dog? Right. Yeah. It's extreme, but it's. Well, no, I mean, like we start categorizing animals, right? We say, well, this this cat or dog is domesticated. Right. Right. But this, you know, this animal is for the wild. Right. So you know, we can do this or do that. For Maybe sure. These are our animals that can go in and we can kill them. You know, just package them. Which is so wrong. Because so sad. I was even I said on an earlier podcast, like, what really make our lives over animal life or pets' lives over animal life? At the end of the day, we are all living beings and we're here for a purpose. You know. People say it sounds so bizarre, like, when he said, like, what if I eat your dog or things like that. And people, 
like when they made that whole thing like Asians eating dogs and seeing those videos, everybody was so outraged. But at the same time, we're eating chickens, we're eating pigs, we're eating horses, we're eating cows, we're eating all these things and taking all these things from these animals. Like, so what makes them so wrong and you so right? Yeah. And then when I think about it in that way, it really makes me feel bad that it took me this long to realize things like that. Like I've been watching videos. I swear these videos of how these animals are treated on the farm literally brought me to tears. Cause I just started thinking like, these are lives. Right. And then what if somebody treated my dog? Like I have a Yorkie, like he's like my son to me. So I'm thinking like somebody like beating on him like that or just, even when I saw the video, like how they make Uggs. I thought they just shaved the animals. Like they literally killing the animals. Right. With, I think in my head, like it would make more sense to keep them alive so they could keep producing the wool or the, the hair, but you killing them for what reason? Yeah. It's like, it's, it's sad. Like, like, literally, like it makes you feel like it's like savagery. Like, this is savage behavior. Yeah. Like, and to watch it is just like, is, have, it hurts. The thing about the evolution, the evolution of savage behavior is that it's initially savage. And then it becomes normalized. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So we've been eating as human as a human race. We've been eating meat for such a long time, right? That anything that comes up, um, you know, remotely different uh, to that is weird. Mm-hmm. You know? And as you were talking about the black community, um, our African ancestors primarily ate plant-based vegan diets. Yep. Right. I uh, heard about that too. And you look at the Europeans as well. They, they, their diet was primarily. Um, very heavily meat based um, and also primarily dairy so they're the enzymes that they developed over the years to be able to break down dairy is a little bit better than ours mm. um, I grew up for years thinking that oh, j- just Asians were lacto intoler- lactose intolerant um, but then finding out that 95% of blacks around the world are lactose intolerant I was diagnosed right. lactose intolerant from yeah. a young child yeah. and I had to take medicine yeah. just to be able to digest Dairy. Yeah. So just realizing the an- ancestral link between white blacks, 95% of blacks are lactose intolerant, like realizing that this was a diet that even from our ancestors we were meant to eat. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, just, it's just amazing to see that now we have this uh, approach. You know, we want to say, like, fight against racism, but don't realizing that we actually adopted the diet of the white man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. That's very back true. Back in the days, we, like he said, you know, slaves and our ancestors had a plant-based diet, but as a meal, they would give us the leftovers from the animals that they ate, and that's how people started eating chitlins and hog mobs and whatever the stuff is called, like, just the leftover pieces of the animal, and then they started putting it into us, you know, like, like, we didn't need that. Yeah. But speaking of eating, so people say, how do you get your protein from being a vegan? Like, you get your protein from meat, and it pulls, your body needs it. So how do you get your protein? Yeah, I mean, so talking about that, um, again, there's so much that has changed, and thankfully for like a lot of the uh, visionaries and pioneers who have been putting out the work and the research just to like completely dem- demythologize the, the myths about uh, vegans not getting protein. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember from a child when I first became vegetarian. Um, my pastor had been vegetarian at that point for almost 30 years. And he wow. would always say things like, you eat a bowl of lentils, you have the amount of protein you need for a day. Mm. You know, and now, you know, I'm actually teaching and teaching health ed and just looking at uh, the materials that are given, like the 
things that they're listing that have protein from, you know, lima beans, azuki beans, um, nuts, grains, seeds, like all those things are, are high in protein. And that's primarily where I get my my, my uh, protein, mostly from beans and nuts. And, mm. um, that's a lot of grains. Like I really get a lot of protein from it. And as I said, I told someone one time, I said, I think I get, as a vegan, I think I get too much protein sometimes. Right. So, yo, I agree. <laughs> Since I went vegan, I've never been so... F- Sometimes I'll just be like, f- I'll be like, oh, I'm full and I'll be yeah. good for the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And I never like beans, yeah. right? But then now I'm starting to eat beans. Mm-hmm. But maybe because I'm more acceptance to like vegetables. Mm-hmm. So like more, more, I'm like, I'm accepting the, um, the, veg- the, 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 the veggie diet. Yeah. So, and I'm like, I'm eating beans. I'm feeling good. You know, avocado. I never used to eat. Yeah, I'm yeah, eating that. that now. Like it's crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm getting my diet you know, like from all the plant based stuff. So right. Um, I have all my stuff right now, so I can't show anything off. But <laughs> you know, when I went back home to um, to Barbados, I think it was maybe like six years ago. Okay. I would, there was a gym that was not too far from my mom's house. I would go there and work out. So I'm there like lifting weights, everything, and this one guy. I think he's like a bodybuilder. He was like. And I told him I was vegan. He was like, you're vegan? He's like, yo, if I got you eating meat, you'd be a beast. Because <laughs> he saw me. He yeah, was yeah. like, you, you're well built. Right, 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 right. So he had this, like, understanding in his mind that vegans are skinny and not mm-hmm. built. And I'm not going to take away genetics from it, but, you know, like, the diet that I maintain in my exercise regimen, hmm. like, really helped to, you know, keep my body in good shape. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen vegans. There's a lot of healthy vegans out there. There's a lot of athletes, yeah. mm-hmm. like professional athletes that's out there. Damien Lillard is a vegan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, you got a couple of vegans, too. I just can't. It's just not coming to me. Um, a couple of singers that's vegans because it helps their voices, yeah. helps their stamina on, on stage during right. their, their tours, like Beyonce, Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. You know, Russell Simmons been a vegan. Maya. Waka Flocka. For the for those guys that you don't know, like yes, Waka Flocka is a vegan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you got um, um, hold up, I had somebody else in my mind. But point is that you have you you have like these these superstars and and people understanding that yo being being vegan is the way to go because you have more stamina, you have more endurance. You're not really missing. You're not really missing anything right. as far as protein or the vitamins and stuff like that. Um, and you're not killing animals, so that's a plus side, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, this is what you're talking about with professional athletes. Um, and what I liked about when I think it was there was one time years ago, Carmelo Anthony. Um, I don't think he's vegan, but there was one time where he was just like going off, like scoring like crazy points, this right? Take uh, like one or two weeks, yeah. And they asked him like, what was the cause for this, and he was like, I've been on like a vegan diet for a little bit. Mm. And then he was like, I have a little bit more energy, this and that. This was Carmelo Anthony. He's, I mean, he's a great basketball player. Of course. But like, they were like, like, how are you doing this? Like, every night you were putting up crazy numbers. Right. And he was like, yeah, I went over to vegan diet for a little bit. And you see? felt a lot more better than he should have stayed on that yeah, vegan diet. <laughs> <laughs> we would have been in the, Knicks would have been good. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, I just want to know, like, your opinion mm-hmm. or, like, how do you respond to people that speak negatively about being vegan? Because I get it a lot. I get a lot of people saying, like, oh, it's not a lot of y'all out there. Or, like, nobody really want to become vegan. Like, you know, like, let that be your thing. Like, how do you respond to people like that? Just, just being honest, my experience has been that 
people who have a negative approach or response to veganism are people who are not willing to do the research, mm. right? Or they're so bent on their ways of how they eat and not change their lifestyle or habit that they just want to spend time criticizing somebody else. Right. Doing right. something that's good for their health. Um, and that's, that's what I've seen. Other people who are really honest will say, you know what? You know, if I can, I'll give it a try. Mm-hmm. Or, or like, for sure. Look at it. Um, and, you know, we live in a society where people really don't want to do the research. They just want to hear what experts have to say. Right, there's other scientists who are being paid, and we don't we don't want to get into that. Mm-hmm. Those experts who are being paid by the meat industry and the pharmaceutical industry to say this or say that, um, and they're just listening to these people and say, no, it's not good for you. Like it's best to to keep up a diet where you still you know keep meat. Um, so that's usually my response. Like dealing with them, I, I said, like, I hear what you have to say. I'm just asking you to honestly research it. Mm-hmm. look into it instead of just like standing off to the side and just criticizing it right like yeah. you're using more energy to be negative than to actually just do the work yeah and there's so many resources out there like like you could just type in vegan on google and so many different outlets would pop up mm-hmm. they have videos on it it's a lot of people you could even ask personal questions i don't understand why people make it seem like it's such a hard thing mm-hmm. to do research on something that would be beneficial for you right yeah. but like you know what i you know what it is i just think people Because a lot of people have been telling me this personally, like, well, we're going to die anyway. Yeah, oh, that's their favorite line. That's, that's. So you're trying to tell me vegans don't die? That's complete ignorance Um, to the highest degree. Like, so what you said with the ignorance word mean, like, you have the ability to learn. But you choose not to. But here's my response to that. So people go out, they try to make millions of dollars every day. Right. You know, I'm trying to make a, you know. Just get out there and be successful. I'm not, you could say, hey, you're going to die anyway. Why are you trying to do all that? Right. 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 So <laughs> you're, you're trying to enhance your life by making a lot of money. Right. right? So you're, you're actually concerned about the quality of life. Right. Of course. So, yeah, we're going to die anyway. Right. Maybe 70, 80. You know, God willing, maybe 100. But how's, how's your quality of life? Yeah. Right. right. Are you in pain? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I'm pretty sure... If you had to do the t- a tale of two lives, one person who's vegan, one who's not, both of them probably same age, age 70, one person who's been eating like that their whole life, it's a possibility, maybe a couple of surgeries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Passes, a pretty hard life. Right? For sure, for uh, sure. And the vegan, depending on what time they transition to being vegan, life has been a, a, l- a little bit better in terms of how they feel. For right. sure. So it, it all boils down to how your quality of life is. So people who are who are saying you're gonna die anyway, um, they're not thinking about quality of life. <laughs> they just want to be stubborn to keep up yeah. the diet that they have. That's really all it is. Because you say like, hey, you, like why are you gonna go out there and make money? You gonna die? Do you, do you want to enhance the way you live? Like, so. Like, they're just people who are really stubborn and adamant about. Yeah, and it just it, it just makes no sense to me. Like, and that's that's literally everybody think like vegans is gonna die anyway. Or somebody told me like you waited this long to turn vegan. What make you think? But it's like I know better now, so I'm not gonna continue living a certain way because that's just how I was conditioned or that's how I was brought up. Mm-hmm. Now that I know better, I'm gonna do better. And this way, when I raise kids. You know, I want them to be in this thing. I don't want my kids to ever know what McDonald's tastes like mm-hmm. or know what things like that because. 
I don't want my child to have that chemical imbalance from all this stuff right. that's not healthy. Right. And the next thing you know, my child have to go on medicine because they have ADHD. And then, like, I don't want that cycle for my child. Like, mm-hmm. it's really time to break that. Yeah. I feel like a lot of kids that misbehave in school or diagnose all these asthmas and bronchitis, like, it's so many kids that have asthma and bronchitis. And it's mm-hmm. like, you got to think about it. Why? Right. Look into the formula that they have since they've been born. Like, a lot of people and a lot of women or against breastfeeding. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not about to breastfeed. Like, why not? Why not better yourself and eat healthy just for your child to have a better chance at life? Right. Like, your parents can do that for you. You should want better for your child, not just materialistic. A lot of people are like, I want my child to have what I didn't have. How about a better life mm-hmm. or a better healthy mm-hmm. life? You yeah. know, like, I would want to breastfeed. And people go, oh, that lady, oh, and they do see people that breastfeed. They be like, that baby five and he's still getting breast milk? Right. What's wrong with that? You want your child drinking cow's milk? You want your child sitting there getting hormones from a adult cow to make your child get obese. The next you know, he don't have a good life because he's in school and he can't keep up with the activity. Or he's tired in school because he don't have the energy. Like, yeah. people, like, the way they think is really mind-boggling to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. It's really mind-boggling. Yeah, but and I think it stems from, like, like um, their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, and then their parents' parents, you mm-hmm. know, because um, we're just raised like that for real. You know, I was raised on meat as well. You know, um, my friends was raised as on, on meat. I have, I don't have a friend personally that was a vegetarian mm-hmm. vegan first. Like that's that's unheard of, right. um, um, especially in the black community. Right. Um, because you you will meet like a couple of like Asian people mm-hmm. um, that's vegans, or like or a couple of white people that's vegans because they they understand and they know that the quality of life. Um, when you're on a plant-based diet, it's more beneficial mm-hmm. than if you're eating meat. And then um, that's probably why Brooklyn Tech used to be my old sc- my school, too, mm-hmm. low-key, because they probably was vegans. But anyway, that's a good story. <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, you have a last question? Maybe? Um, oh, another. I just have one more last question. Um, so being that everybody don't want to make that transition to being vegan. What is your opinion on somebody that want to be vegan but live with somebody that is not? Like, what is the challenges you think that they may face and how can they overcome those challenges? Yeah, I mean, so if they're making that transition and they're living with that person already, um, especially if there's, like, a spouse or whatever, like, let them know that there's going to be a bit of a dietary change. Okay. Are you supportive of it? Okay. Right. If you are supportive of it, Let's see how we can budget. Let's see if this is more cost effective. And, you know, it'd be great if they join you. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely something that you're not going to want to force on anyone, of course. Um, but just let them know, like, this is a transition I'm making. Um, it'd be great to have your support. And, um, you know, just, like, follow along with the journey. So, I mean, initially it could be difficult uh, right. just because, you know, sometimes you, you may go to a restaurant you know, like you've been some places where they're they're not vegan friendly at all. At all, there's a lot of places like that. Yeah. You know, it's just crazy. Like, you know, my wife and I were coming back from Puerto Rico a couple months ago. Yeah, or maybe yeah, a couple months ago. And you know, Latin American countries are like <laughs> that diet. Diet is primarily like you you're, you're gonna be hard pressed to find vegan things, especially in hundred percent countries. And our terminal, like, not one restaurant in there wow. like, was catering to a vegan. We actually had to go to another terminal <laughs> to pick up vegan food. That's um, crazy. So, yeah, just having, like, that person who's, like, really supportive 
and behind you. Because um, sometimes it, it is difficult if you don't have a person who's like, yeah, I'll back you on this and help you out with it. Like, you know what? I don't want to go through the stress. I'll just transition back. You know, like, my mom did it for some time. Like, she was vegan, I think, back in, like, 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe when it was new and hip to do it. Right. And, um, it was difficult for her initially, so she went back to eat meat. And I think it was not until I became vegan 10 years ago that she actually went back. Oh, okay. So when I switched to becoming vegan in 2007, my brother became vegan the next year. Oh, so oh wow. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, so my brother and I, we lost a tremendous amount of weight. Um, I lost like 70. He lost like 110 pounds. Damn. Wow. Yeah, so now he's, you know, we, he's like 6'1". My mom said he's skinny. <laughs> he's, you know, he's out there. He's playing all the time. Like, guys think that my brother and I are crazy. Like, we'll, you know, tomorrow's my birthday and we usually have a ritual. Oh, happy birthday. birthday. <laughs> we have a ritual where we, we go on the court and we play a full court one-on-one to like 100. Mm. Oh, we play against each other, and guys are like, "You guys are nuts." But we have, but that being vegan, you know, just having the stamina to go long. Like I remember one time I went for a run; it was eight, it was eighteen mile run. Wow! Came back and then we played two hours of basketball. Damn! And like how are you, <laughs> how are you doing this? You know, it's just like it's just how I would eat, how, you know, carry myself. So possible that's 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 very possible but that's amazing for real mm-hmm. um that type of oh man that's that type of stamina <laughs> i can't even think i can't even fathom that yeah, two out two hours of ball yeah but it's just really having that that support mm-hmm. and ultimately like support is important but you gotta know what's good for you mm-hmm. you gotta know like you you let them know what you want to do it's like this is not against you or to make you feel some way but like, I have to do what's best for my health. Right. For sure. And if they're supportive of you, they should be supportive for you. They should. If they love you or yeah. like you, at least. Yeah, you let them know. And you, you have to support, you know, go full throttle, you know, research, you know, make yeah, that change. Do what you got to do. Yeah, I don't see how it would be hard for um, of someone that's vegan and someone that's not vegan to live together, for real. Right. You know, just because if you live together, that means you share some type of common bond or love. Mm-hmm. So, it should be an easy... Not necessarily easy transition, but like just a transition transition where y'all could come to an understanding mm-hmm. was like this is this is who I am, this is who I want to become, and stuff like that. And to piggyback off what you said earlier about not having restaurants, mm-hmm. I work in a city, and I'm thinking it would be easy. Right. I literally have to walk. He walked me the other day. I have to walk at least ten to fifteen blocks to find a good vegan spot oh, wow. from where I work. Wow. But I take that walk because I'd rather good food than, like, if I don't bring any food to work. Like, right. I would take that walk right. to go get that food. But it just mind-boggling. Like, a lot of places, they don't have a lot of vegan options. And surprisingly, we went to Made in America, and in the festival, they had a vegan truck. Mm-hmm. I was shocked because I didn't expect to see that truck at all. And right. so many people ordering from the truck. Like, it was mind-boggling. Because well, yeah, there's a lot of vegans out there. And a lot of people that do eat meat like vegan food, too, mm-hmm. for sure. But um, which don't make sense necessarily because you might as well just go vegan. Switch over, yeah. Um, but then that comes that stems from not knowing the research, mm-hmm. not understanding that okay, the meat is killing my body. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know what it is? It's just corruption. I said this before. The food, the food industry is is built on corruption mm-hmm. because you eat all this meat, you get diabetes or cancer and stuff like that. Now the pharmaceuticals. 
they they getting paid off of that because they gotta they gotta fund you the money. I mean, they gotta give you the uh, the meds. And then that medicine is causing something else to be an adverse effect. And, then, and then you gotta get more meds and more meds. Mm-hmm. And you know, just lastly, like that friend who is probably thinking about it or you know is criticizing you, like you know, just really ask them to think about it. Right? Mm-hmm. Like if they're saying it's so hard to make that transition, um, like what what are you really missing out? Like you're adding to your life, right? right? For sure. You're adding to your life. And so, you know, just have, like, if you have a friend who's, like, truly your friend to consider what it is you, you have to say, like, you know, time, take a try. Like, be, be there, support them, help them. Mm-hmm. You know, they can make but a transition. They may say, though, that, like, I'm young, I got time. Right. They, I'm telling or, you. Or you get this one a lot. I can't give up cheese. Right. Or I can't give up chicken. Oh, I'm not giving up because I need to eat this. Like, what do you need if, to if, eat? If that? you're saying that you can't give up something, just listen to yourself. Yep. If you're saying you can't do something, you can't pull away from this, then what are you to it? You're addicted to it. Yep. Right. Right. Yeah. So now you have to be like, oh wow, like I never saw it that way. Like I'm actually addicted to eating meat. Mm-hmm. And that's another um, type of like, that's another type of conspiracy right there. Like. What makes us addicted to meat mm-hmm. is probably what they putting in the mm-hmm. meat. Yeah. That's the processed foods and stuff like that. Because believe it, McDonald's doesn't taste all that great. It but doesn't. but that smell, that aroma, mm-hmm. you you smell that. You like mm, kind of want some McDonald's. Yeah. You know, like you know what I'm saying. Like that's how that's how that that's how I was when I was younger. Like I just want some McDonald's. Like you're inside a McDonald's restaurant and then you just like let me get a McDonald's. Or it's even like when you're watching TV. Right. And it's like every other commercial is a, is oh, a fast God, food commercial. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And then out of the blue, you start feeling like, am I hungry? Like, yeah, I got a yeah, taste yeah, for yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. now you want to start snacking. Or you like, oh, I got a taste for that burger I just seen. And you go right. and get it. And it don't make you feel that like great after you eat it. It don't matter how much you crave Not it. It don't all. make you feel great after you Not eat it. Especially McDonald's. For sure. For when I see McDonald's, even after eating some of the french fries, you start tasting like, Mm-mm. like, what is this? Like, why did I even spend my money on it? It's not real. It's not real. But that's the thing. Like, every other commercial. And I even heard, like, it's like a a thing of a day marketing is the colors of the restaurants that draw you to, like, certain colors make you hungry. So that yellow and red, it makes you hungry. You ever notice, like, most fast food have, like, red and stuff inside of it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they logos and stuff? It's, it's like a color to make you hungry. So you could be watching TV, and you could just ate a meal an hour ago, but because you keep seeing these commercials, like, do I want pizza? Like, let's go to pizza. Yeah. Do I want McDonald's? Let's go hit up McDonald's. Yeah. Get a whole 20-piece, and then you feel nasty after you just <laughs> ate that whole thing. It's crazy. It's um, well, we really appreciate you for joining us yes, on this do. conversation. Yeah. This this was well needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of people really are interested on hearing mm-hmm. about this vegan episode because a lot of people hear us talk about vegan, mm-hmm. veganism, and they, they, they want to know more. So I'm, I really appreciate you for joining us for sure. And I appreciate it because it's more of a personal experience. Right. It's not like them reading from a book on why, but it's like right. literally a young guy, personal experience in your journey that you took. So I really appreciate you coming. Yeah. And even the people that don't want to hear it, now you can hear from a personal standpoint. <laughs> for sure. It's not just preachy. Because that's everybody go, vegans is preachy. Like, it's not yeah. preachy, but if yeah. you know something to help somebody, why yeah. not reach out and better Why not share that information else? for sure? So I appreciate it. Tell the people your name one more time. Uh, Stefan. All right. There we go. Thank you, Stefan, for joining us on OTC. 
Again, we want to thank Stefan for all his personal insight, but for guys that want to do more information and what he talked about did interest you, here's a, a couple of documentaries you could watch that's accessible for you to watch. We have Food Matters, Meet Your Meat, Cowsberry, and Seeds of Death. And then the well-known one, What the Health, if you guys want to you know, do more research and get more insight on being a vegan and what it does, you know, the healthy benefits for your body. On next week's episode, I want you guys to tune in because um, Jay-Z, the story of OJ, came into real life fruition with Michael Bennett. Right. And we want to speak on the injustice of him being a black man in the wrong place and how cops are not stopping. And no matter how much they're being put in real light, Nothing is going. Nothing to, is changing. Yeah, nothing is coming to light. Right. Um. Let's, let's shout out shout out your social media handle real quick. You guys can find me on Instagram at l a l a dot and on my Twitter you can find me at not so plain Jane. But you can also find me on the OTC underscore seven seven seven. Again, it's OTC underscore 777. And I want you guys to hit us up on there. Give us your feedback on did you learn anything from Stefan? What is your interest? What are like, things that you agree with, things you didn't agree with? Just your insight on being vegan or anything you want to speak on. Yeah, and then follow me on Instagram and Twitter at artistic underscore JD. And this is OTC and we're signing... And again, I want to ask you guys, don't forget to subscribe to our channel on iTunes, um, podcast app at OTC Podcast, and also drop a review, um, rate, and subscribe. If y'all not getting down with that memo by now, we got problems. Um, But this is OTC and we signing off.